hi everybody this is julissa thank you so much for coming back to my channel and once again if you're listening in the podcast thank you so much for being here it is saturday august 12 2023 i'm here taking a break from getting ready for new year fashion week coming up in september and as you can see back there but anyways i needed to make this video and if you're sensitive to you know some things trigger you when it comes to like injury or you know harming or so anything like that this is another episode um that can be very triggering so i am doing this warning to tell you maybe this is not the episode that you should be listening to or watching here on youtube so please be cautious of that i needed to say that in the beginning there is something that was um coming up across the news over the the week that just passed and when i read this i'm like i couldn't believe it okay i think like i said in the beginning of the year i've been coming here and telling you guys about cases in workplaces that had happened that you it makes you wonder like what is going on to people's mind and how i always say you know if you have a, a loved one in a nursing home please check on them check on your people like i always say go visit them regularly, get to know the staff, look for change behaviors, look if they're even making eye contact with you. Um, don't go by, oh yeah, so-and-so has dementia, they don't know who I am. You get to see if they're even raising their, their eyes to look up, um, if they look nervous or like different, right? You, as a family member, you will see a difference, right? So today I'm gonna speak about um, something that happened to a young couple and this happened on July 9th, right? So it's over a month already, but it's breaking news um, because this week, like I said, it was announced that the family is actually going to go ahead and sue the doctor that did this and sue the hospital, right? So what happened was a baby uh, was decapitated do during birth and it happened to a young couple. And I believe this happened in atlanta i'm not sure exactly let me just read to you guys this article just to get the facts okay hospital staff um hospital accused of cover-up after baby decapitated by ridiculously excessive force uh, force during birth okay let me just tell you something and i can tell you guys so much about this i think that in society you know, without taking merit to anybody, there are great doctors, there are great um, people that work in healthcare. You have to always remember at the end of the day, it's also a job for them, right? It is a job, it's, it's what, you know, what brings income to their homes. So, you know, just like any other job, they have good days they have bad days they're rushing sometimes well in her in healthcare it seems that as though they're rushing more and more than ever right you go in and if you're five minutes late you gotta reschedule but the doctor takes 45 minutes just to see you and then they're rushing through even the way they talk to you they're rushing too and you're like this is my health right can i ask more questions or oh, make another appointment or oh, do this or do the other or take this right they diagnose people in this on the spa and we're so brainwashed and i'm saying brainwashed because you know a lot of the times we go to a doctor and we like oh that's what the doctor says that's what you should do right i'm not saying not to trust the doctor but it's okay 
to get a second opinion. It's okay if you research before you go or after and you're like, man, I shouldn't be taking this. It says in this article that I just read, I shouldn't be taking this. Let me see what my doctor thinks about this. It's okay to have questions for your doctor about certain medications, about certain treatment. It's okay to get a second opinion. It's okay for you to do that. A lot of the times people think, oh, you don't want to listen to the doctor. It's okay for you to, maybe that's what the doctor said I should do, but I don't think that's the best way because, you know, this and the other. It's okay for you to have those questions, but we're so, you know, we're so um, brainwashed, like I said, to be to just do exactly as you say, and that's it, right? And a lot of the times, you know, you have to understand that what works for somebody it might not work for yourself right so the doctors are a lot of the times diagnosing people based on statistics right based on what works for somebody and i'm not saying you know to like i said i'm not saying to ignore professional health like help help like that but it's okay to have questions and to have concerns and to just wonder you know look at side effects right and let me continue with this case before I get too deep into what I was just saying. But this young couple suffered something horrendous when they're waiting for their child to be delivered. They were in the delivery room. The baby's, you know, it's, it's basically, you know, showtime, right? The baby's coming, vaginal delivery, and the doctor walks in and they apparently they're saying now that the, ba- the, the baby's head was pulled too hard that when the baby was completely out from the mom's womb, the baby was, you know, decapitated. But on top of all of that, which is horrendous, right? It's horrendous to the family to go through something like that. It's, I'm sure, very hard for the doctor as well, okay, Um, to basically realize what just happened. Because even if they try to cover it up, which is a whole nother thing, like why would you try to cover something up like that, right? And if they're covering something up like that, imagine what else has been covered, right? And they see maybe they thought maybe this is a young couple, they're not really gonna do anything, they don't know what they're doing, they just listen to what we tell them to do, right? They don't have second questions, they just obey, obey, obey. So we're just gonna tell them that nothing happened, that they actually, it says here that they told the, the, the couple, oh, don't even get an see. you know, the baby was born, uh, was dead on delivery. And here's the thing though, because they tried to cover this up. The hospital, the doctor and the staff tried to cover this up, right? This is what I'm getting to the point in this thing. At the end of the day, you guys, it's all a job. Everybody's doing a job, right? And that doesn't necessarily mean that they have the passion to do that job. Have you noticed, You like I, like I encounter nurses that I'm like, really, she's a nurse? She's so rude. She's so impatient. She's so uncaring. She doesn't care. She just, you can tell that she's just there trying to get a paycheck at the end of the week. You have to understand that everybody in a lot of healthcare, you want, you, you know, we have led to believe that everybody working on healthcare, right? They're so compassionate, understanding, and loving. That's that's the idea of who we want to 
to see when we're we're not feeling well, when we're sick, when a loved one needs help. That's who we want. But you have to remember that a lot of these people, and it happens in a lot of industries, right? A lot of these people, they're there for a paycheck and they're rushing you through and they don't listen. You know, that's what the doctor said, right? The doctor has always the final say. And, And I know throughout the pandemic, I'm not trying to take merit away from anybody, right? I know that they did the, all this great work during the pandemic, a lot of them, but I feel like after the pandemic, I don't know if there was like a rehire or something shifted that they're either overworked and they don't care. Well, I, I can speak, I'm saying a lot of the cases that we have seen, right? They don't, they, they're overworked. So when you overwork people, the quality of work is going to go down tremendously. You can see that in every industry. Imagine being a nurse. I just heard somebody talking about how she's a nurse and she, two her CNAs, um, quit on their shift and now she has 30 patients to administer um, medications to. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine having a loved one in a nursing home that has to wait all this time just to get fed, like breakfast or lunch because there's not enough staff and they cannot eat on their own? This is the reality of healthcare right now. Okay, a lot of people, I think a lot of people quit the profession because of, you know, after what happened with the pandemic and they just couldn't take it anymore because they're short stuff. So they can't keep people in their jobs, right? And it is crazy. And it has a, a, an effect on everybody. It has an effect on everybody. This case is so sad because I, I believe this is their firstborn. And it is so sad that they thought because they're a young couple, right? They're not going to know. They're just going to believe what they're told and all of that. But here's what happened. When they delivered the baby to, you know, after they noticed that the baby was dead, right, decapitated, they, the doctor said, you know, they come uh, more more help, right, to the room, and they did the procedure that they do at the hospital, and they eventually, um, you know, said to the couple, you know, you should cremate the baby. And it's like... And don't even get an autopsy. So they're obviously trying to hide something, right? They don't want to, you know, they're trying to cover themselves, right? Um, they they bring the baby to the funeral home, right? The procedure from the hospital is to, you know, they take it to the funeral home. And the funeral home has a red flag. And they're like, wait a second. The coroner office is supposed to bring this body to, to us and why we don't have that report and why is the, why is, you know, you know, I don't want to get too graphic, but you guys know what, I, you know, what I'm going through, what I'm trying to say to you guys. And they're like, why is the baby head like that? And that was started everything. So not only did they, did they make this couple go through this horrendous stuff, they actually lie about it. So, you know, I can't, you know, I'm trying to sympathize with the doctor because I know people make mistakes, but 
the fact that it was a cover up like this, you can only imagine what other stuff has been covered up. There are cases, you guys, that we hear from from people who are supposed to get like a leg amputated or an arm, you know, am- amputated, and they operate on the wrong arm. People are not paying attention these days. Like, are you kidding me? This is somebody's life who you impacted for the rest of their life. You just did something so wrong because not only did you uh, amputate the wrong part of their body, you amputated the 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 good part, and now you have to do the right one now too. Like that is insane. There is. It's almost like, who is supervising these people working in hospitals? You know, it's a, it is a job, right? It is a job. That's why everything is being rushed these days, right? Even, you know, even when you, go, you, when you go to the dentist, right? Everything is being rushed. And you have to understand the dentist can say one thing. It's okay for you. If you don't feel comfortable, it's okay for you to change. If it's okay for you to do a records request and find a different office. Okay, look at reviews. People, you know, before years ago, people were like, oh, don't ever look at the Google reviews because, you know, a lot of people lie on that. People are honest on that. Okay, if they have a bad experience, if they, you know, if somebody makes them feel uncomfortable, they, they were given the wrong treatment. Like, you have to understand a lot of these people. Like I said, I'm not speaking of every as everybody. Um, a lot of these people are that this is their income, this is their job. They have goals to meet too. They have to meet goals, certain goals, you know. Um, if they, you know, if they, if it's better for them to not do a feeling, to do just a, a extraction, maybe it's better for them, right? And at the end of the day, it's your mouth. It's okay for you to have questions. Okay, why are you doing instruction? Why can't you just do a feeling on that? What what is wrong with that? What what is you know what's going on here? Um, why does it need a root canal? What whatever, right? Whatever it could be, it's okay for you to ask questions. Um, I think that something shifted. I I believe after the pandemic, I think something shifted. Um. You know, we were so thankful for everybody who work in healthcare going through this whole thing and dealing with such such a dangerous place to work in all of that. And a lot of them earn their own merit. Um, a lot of the people working in nursing homes that, you know, show up and help sick patients and all of that, they, they earn everything they did, all the sacrifices that they did. But then you have the others, the other, it's almost like the other half of people who work on healthcare who are just basically doing the job for the money. That's just plain honesty. You see it, okay? There is no need for you to be rushed when you're asking a question about your health, right? Um, there is no need for you to be rushed when you're telling it, can you tell me again about this medication? Can you tell me again, you know? And it, we have come so used to this that we don't even see a problem with it. We're so accustomed to just, you know, just do what the doctors say, you know, but make sure you get there five minutes before your appointment. But if you're five minutes late, they're going to cancel on you. You know, like if you like you have to get there, I think they say like 20 minutes before your appointment. But if you're if you don't do that, 
delayed, but the doctor waits 45 minutes just to see you, right? And then you are supposed to take two hours off from work and now you have to take basically half a day or probably the entire day. And that's, it, that has been the custom and it's okay. You know, it's almost like, wow, um, it's a, you know, you're like losing, <laughs> like there's no chance of winning for, for the public, I guess you can say. And I am glad to see that the family this young couple got an attorney and they are actually suing because how can you how can you let this thing go like that is your your child that you carry for nine months out of negligence of a doctor who perhaps who could have, it could have been so many things the wrong judgment that's what i'm saying people like they say that after she noticed what had happened, she's like, she calling emergency personnel to do an emergency C-session. You have to understand that's why it's okay for you to question treatment. It's okay for you to question medication that is given to you. It's okay for you to have questions because they're going to try a treatment on you and then you're going to say either it didn't work or it didn't work. They're going to base, okay, this medication has been given to 80% of the patients going through the same things that, that you're going through. Okay, they're going to start with number one option, right? The top one being used right now. See how it goes. Call me in two weeks and tell me how it goes. Okay, but then you're like, you're, you, it's like you have to educate yourself. You're like, wait a second, you know? Um, I heard somebody took this and it didn't do so well because they they have this or the other and I have something similar. Do you think this is the right thing for me to take? Okay, and then they're gonna move to the second thing, right? Because if if we, if you take it the first time, right, and you have allergies, or you have a bad reaction, or you get worse, right? What do you think the doctor's gonna? Do? They're gonna give you a second treatment. You know, they are also just trying to see what works better with everybody, right? The doctor here, you know, and I can, I can sympathize, I guess you can say like, oh, maybe, you know, it happens with every, you know, with every person who delivers the baby, you know, they don't know until the moment comes if there's going to be a C-session or a vaginal delivery. They're not sure until they see, you know, and this, this situation, if the feet were coming out first, and there are things that, you know, I'm not a doctor. I just know a lot about this stuff, okay? So I'm not trying to, like, be, like, a smart person. Like, I know I shouldn't make the right judgment. What I'm saying is the bottom line is that doctors do make mistakes. We have led to believe that what the doctor says is, is it is what it is. It's okay for you to have a second opinion. Obviously, this mom is not going to be like, forget it, I'm going to my other doctor, right? Because when you have nine treatment with the nine months of treatment with the same doctor who's going to deliver your baby, you don't do stuff like that, right? But if it's not delivery day yet and you still feel a little iffy, it's okay for you to change. That's why we have forms that you fill out and you say, I'm going to go through a different office. You know how many dentists there are? You know how many uh, GYN doctors there are? It's okay. We have the option to do that. It's okay to change, okay? You don't need to just, you know, just take it. We have so, um, there's a term that's floating on the internet recently. It's a new term being something about, of course, I'm not going to remember now, but it's almost like we have come so used to this, you know, perfectly like discomfort it's almost like you know it is what it is that that's like it is what it is you know 
I've been coming here for so long, I don't want to change. But it's almost like you feel it within you. I'm like, I don't, there's something every time I come here that I'm not, it's not right. And also you have to remember too, these are people, doctors are just regular people that have opinions about you, right? You know, sometimes, you know, it's good sometimes to ask for your record just so that you can see some of the notes that the doctors write about you um, so that you can really see who they are and what they really think of you, right? Um, not trying to give anybody paranoid, but I'm just saying you have to also ask for your, it's okay to look out for your records. Um, let me see if I can get more information on this baby because it is so sad that this happened to the young couple. And I believe something happened recently in Brazil, a couple of years ago, not recently. Um, another same thing, the doctor decapitated the baby at delivery. So, you know, um, I don't know. I just, I just, I don't want to get too deep. I already got way too deep on this, uh, this thing, because like I said, I know a lot. I just don't want to give anybody like, I think if you're listening to what I'm saying right now, you're like, man, I'm going to get a second opinion, man. I'm going to get my records. I'm going to change office. It's because you already knew something was up, right? Um, and, uh, you, and maybe this is just a confirmation. I think that I feel for the, they're so young. They're only 20 years old. And let me give you a little bit more insight before I finish here. A Georgia woman is suing a local hospital after allegedly that the staff negligence led to her baby being decapitated while she was giving birth. Jessica Ross, 20, filed a fraud and negligence lawsuit in Clayton County, Georgia against Southern Regional Medical Center where she gave birth, along with the doctor and nurses who delivered the baby in the medical group um, at large. The lawsuit claims that on July 9, um, Jessica had gone into labor and during the birthing process, her baby's shoulder became stuck in the vaginal canal, and according to the claims in the loss, the baby did not descend due to shoulder dystocia, uh, which is described as a condition where a baby's shoulder gets stuck during vaginal delivery. And that during that delivery, the doctor attempted to deliver the baby vaginally using different methods, including applying traction to the baby's head. Like I said, this is very graphic. The suit goes on to the claim that the physician negligently applied excessive traction on the baby's head and the hospital failed to do a cessation in a timely and proper manner. I think this is what my, my concern is, right? Like when you see how the baby is positioned, right? Like I'm not a doctor, like I said, but those are executive decisions that you make in the moment especially for a new mom like how tragic and it's almost like it's almost like like i said guys this is all a business at the end of the day we think that i'm not saying everybody's the same like i said please hear me out but we think that everybody who works who works in healthcare they come with angel wings and they're so peacefully excuse me peacefully just trying to do you know everything 
when they have a, a room ready for a vaginal delivery, I don't know how long does it take to change everything to a different type of delivery method, right? So, man, the vaginal delivery is not working right now. Let's do the C-session, right? Like, this is what the problem was. If she should have, as a medical professional, should have identified that in that moment. The position of the baby in that moment be like, okay, C-session now. Like, we need to change everything right now. Doctors have a big responsibility. And they have a, and with that, they have a big salary and big responsibility too. So we expect them to do their job accordingly, right? And we expect them to make the right decisions about what they're doing. But then again, you have stories of people who got their leg, their wrong leg amputated, their wrong arm, right? This is why it's like, oh my goodness, what is going on? Um, what is the other medical stuff? I don't know how many nurses are supposed to be there. I understand that when you, when it comes to hospital and like nursing homes, you know, I deal with that a lot because of my mom. Like people are like, you know, that's what the doctor says. So everybody listens to her, you know, that trumps every decision ever made, right? That's what the doctor said, that's it. Um, and they will tell you, you're like, you know, but can I, why are you giving my mom that? Like, well, that's what the doctor said. Well, I need to speak with the doctor. Like, I don't, you know, stop telling me that. Give me the doctor here. And they're like, okay, we'll pay him. Yeah, pay him. Like, I don't understand. Like, people people don't expect you to question anything, right? Because what that's what the doctor said. So, um, like I said, I, I advocated for my mom when she was in a, nurse, in a nursing home. I spoke with doctors a lot and all of that stuff, right? And I expect you guys to do the same. We have come to this back again. I'm saying the same thing over and over with this idea that, you know, everything, everything is... It's good as long as the doctor said that that's what that's what it was. Um, the doctor failed to make an executive decision here. When you see how the baby is positioned, when you start something, I mean, I'm not trying, I don't want to get too graphic, but they're saying she applied extra pressure. Like, oh my goodness, like, are you kidding me? Like, did you have to leave or something? Like, what is going on? You're doing a baby delivery. This is your this is your life. This is somebody else's life. This is a life that you're holding in your hand. Okay? Like, be more mindful. These people, like I said, not all of them. I met great doctors. My mom working in healthcare when she was in, we were living in the Dominican Republic. We met great doctors. They were amazing people, people who were patient, all of them. My mom was a lab technician and she was the most, like people would wait hours just for her to do, you know, to draw her blood, to draw the blood on, on them and all of that because of how compassionate she was. And that's another thing, Lapton, like, I can tell you about this so long because there, there's an attitude that you feel it. The way they, they even, like, they're going to take your blood pressure and the way they even put that thing in your arm or the way there's such an attitude and, like, you ask them something, I'm listening to your heart. It's like, okay, I didn't know you were doing that, okay? It's, it's you know, like, when you're sick already, 
the last thing you want somebody to be snotty or like snappy with you or like short or something like that um it's so crazy but i'm sure a lot of people can identify with what i'm saying here i'm not trying to blame or point fingers i think that something had happened after this whole pandemic that people they just don't a lot the majority of them they just don't care you know i'm here for a paycheck basically you know so it is so sad but i'm still like you know i'm very happy to see that they're going, they're going to follow through, even though they're very young, and this is a lot for them to digest mentally. There's a trauma effect on this whole thing. There is like, a, I'm sure, I hope they get therapy. They waited for this baby for nine months, and then this happened, and they, what they saw, what they heard, Okay, and then to, to be lied to by the medical staff, how unprofessional. I am glad that they're going to hold these people accountable, okay? I feel for the doctor, but she should have known better, and now she's going to pay the, you know, the consequences for her actions. Somebody has to hold these people accountable. Because if it happens to them and they only find out because the, the funeral home says something, imagine what else has been hitting in the hospital. Imagine what else. Okay, so easily, not only you're going to take a baby's life and you're going to pretend, you know, don't tell, don't get an autopsy, cremate the body immediately, right? How convenient for you. Imagine what else are you, are you have done that you're hiding here, okay? So let me know what you guys think about this. Like I said, it's very graphic. It's a very, you know, delicate subject. And... It's so crazy because I know this has happened before. It's just so crazy. But let me know what you guys think about this. Thank you so much, everybody, for coming back to my channel and listening in the podcast. Have a good day, everybody. God bless.